0: Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 10 of the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance Podcast, brought to you by itaponline.com. My name is Hilary Marie, I am your host, and I am here to support you in your tap dance journey by sharing with you my top tap dance tips and tricks. Why? Because I love supporting you in your tap dance journey and helping you to be the best tap dancer or tap teacher that you can be. If you are a longtime listener, then welcome back. If you haven't done so already, please leave the podcast a five star rating and a written review. This is a favor that I ask of you for a very specific reason. And the reason that I ask is because it helps put the podcast in front of other passionate tap dancers and tap teachers just like you. So if any episode here has helped you out along your tap dance journey, I want to hear about it and I would be very appreciative if you would so kindly leave a five star rating and written review. If you are a brand new listener then welcome. Make sure that you go ahead and subscribe so that you can get notified every time a new episode goes live, which includes my bonus episodes, which I never share online. I never post on social media or email or anything like that. And they're short, they're quick, they're fun, they're slightly random and very awesome. So be sure to hit that subscribe button. Now, last week's episode was all about tricky, trick steps and how to learn them and teach them. In this week's episode, we're diving deep into what a successful dance class looks like. This one is for all my tap teachers out there, but if you're a student, I think you're going to find this pretty interesting too. But from now on, I'm going to go ahead and talk directly to my tap teachers out there. So do me a favor, take a moment and think about this. What does a successful TAP class look like to you? How do you measure a successful TAP class? How do you know as a TAP teacher that the class that you taught was great? This is something that we got deep into a discussion about in the ITAP teacher certificate program over the summer for years now. I've noticed a trend of dance teachers measuring a successful dance class by the choreography that their students are picking up at the end of class. This can include how much choreography they pick up and how quickly they pick it up. So it's no surprise that when I typically ask tap teachers this question, they will put a lot of focus on choreography. They warm up, they go across the floor, they dive into choreography. Now we're at a point where many classes are warm up and straight to choreography and then small group performance style filming. This is something that started as an LA commercial dance thing that has found its way into conventions, into competitions, tap festivals, and now even weekly dance studio classes. And there's this major pressure for teachers to create killer choreography and have their students pick it up at lightning speed and that when they do so, that means they taught a good class. And so again, the focus shifts to choreography. But here's the thing, and here's a secret that I want to share with you. My students are choreography sponges, and not because I constantly drill them in picking up choreography. Quite the opposite, actually. I barely spend any time on choreography. Only if they're in Future Step Tap Company, then we focus on choreography because that's the purpose of the company. It is repertoire. But when we're in class, there's no focus on choreography, and many of the students that I work with, that my teachers work with, are not in company. So... We're barely spending time on choreography, but here's why. I feel that when you spend adequate time honing your students' technique, doing activities to help them build their confidence and independence in the dance, teaching them how to dance, how to learn, and how to practice on their own, teaching them the culture of the dance while simultaneously building a strong foundation of technique, musicality, and phrasing— A strong foundation upon which everything else is built. When you focus on all of that, the truth is, picking up choreography won't be hard for them. They will learn so quickly. So I feel that a lot of teachers have it backwards. They rush through warm-ups, new technical vocabulary, floor progressions, skip over counting and drilling, skip over historical or cultural education so they can get to the choreo and get that dance done. And then they say, it's okay. My students will learn technique and musicality through choreography. I'm counting for them, I'm throwing new steps in. It'll be fine. But we have to remember that dance class is so much more than choreography, and that choreography is where students have a chance to apply what they've been learning throughout their classes. We also have to remember that the measurement of a successful class is not in how much choreography they have learned. So with all that in mind, you're probably thinking, all right, Hillary, that's cool, So what is the measurement of a successful dance class? And I'm going to go ahead and say it's a bit different for everyone. And that's what makes each teacher's class special and unique from somebody else's. But one thing that I think all amazing teachers have in common is that they instill a sense of passion for the dance in their students. This passion can show itself in many ways. Practicing at home. Learning new dances from social media, buying tickets to see concert dance shows, choreographing their own dances at home, performing for their friends and family at the holidays, nailing the audition, becoming a professional dancer or dance teacher, or becoming an adult who loves art, has kids, and enrolls their own child into dance class. The purpose of this episode is not for me to tell you what your successful tap class looks like, but instead the purpose is an invitation for you to release the idea of what a tap class should look like, keeping in mind that most dance studio dance classes have been formatted to look like ballet classes. Warm up, go across the floor, hit the choreography. But tap dance has its own unique culture, and so tap dance deserves its own unique class structure as well. This is why I'm so dedicated to educating tap teachers on what I call the five fundamentals of tap dance, which include tap dance history and culture, technique, music theory, improvisation, and practical application. When we blow past warm-ups and focus so much on choreography, we're cutting our students off from a fully developed tap dance education. But if we are educating them on the history and culture of the dance, the technical vocabulary, music theory as it applies to tap dance, the art of improvisation, and what I like to call practical application, then what you end up with is a fully developed tap dance education and a very passionate tap dancer who, to be honest, does not have to try very hard to pick up choreography. This is why my curriculum includes activities like choreography challenges, ciphers, column response games, and ear training exercises. It's why many of my warm-ups are done in a circle. It's why we sit down and watch historical footage. It's also why my classes aren't entirely focused on choreography. Sometimes we go months without learning any choreography because we are focused on other concepts. And when the time comes to learn choreography, these dancers are able to learn three minutes of choreo in two to three rehearsals, super quick and easy. There is so much more to a successful dance class than choreography. Teachers put a lot of pressure on themselves to dish out as much choreography, as fast as possible, as challenging as possible. And truly, there's so much more to tap dance than that. So if there's anything that I want you to take away from today's episode, I want you to pause, take a moment and ask yourself, what does a successful tap class look like to me? And go ahead and consider any changes that you might want to make along the way. Now, if you want to dive deeper into the five fundamentals of tap dance and how they can serve both you and your students in your weekly tap classes, then I hope you'll join me this summer for the ITAP Teacher Certificate Program. You can go to www.itaponline.com slash teacher for more information and to add yourself to the waitlist so that when enrollment goes live, you can be one of the first to grab one of those 50 spots. Make sure to join me in next week's episode where I'll be talking about three common tap dance corrections and what they actually mean. Until then, I'm wishing you all the best and looking forward to sharing shuffles with you super soon in the ITAP Online Member Center. Hey, hey, real quick if you want more free tap dance tips and tricks, go to ITAPOnlineCommunity.com to join our free ITAP Online Community Facebook group. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at itaponline and follow me on Instagram at Hilary Marie Tapp. H I L L A R Y M A R I E T A P. Now, if you're ready to achieve your tap dance goals, whatever those may be, and you want access to my best tap dance content, then head over to itaponline.com trial for two free weeks of unlimited access to everything that the iTap Online Member Center has to offer. That is two free weeks of live Zoom classes, Q&A chats, Zoom class replays, All of my courses, which include Tap Dance 101, Historical Choreo, Improve Your Improv, Fast Feet and Phrasing, Rhythm Training for Tap Dancers, and more, and direct access to me for mentorship, guidance, and feedback. Be sure to go to itaponline.com trial for two free weeks of unlimited access to the iTap Online Member Center, and you'll have instant access to my best tap dance tips and tricks.